The Praying Family Chapel presents Open Heavens 2017, 40 Days of Fasting and Prayer. Theme, the God of Miracles, Wonders and Possibilities. There shall be a performance, Luke 145. The date is October 16th to November 24th at the Porter City, Mutual Pram Pram Road. Speakers are Reverend Bobasari. Anytime your heavens are open, it will usher you into greatness. But before that open heaven, there are certain things you have to confront. And now, the message. Somebody say, I shall be celebrated. Turn to somebody and tell him or her, you will be celebrated. Be seated. But have you realized that before every celebration, before every celebration, there is a battle to fight. Before you will be handed over, you'll be handed with the gold, um, the Olympic gold medal. You have to run a race. Your nerves will be breaking. Your muscles will be tired. Your legs will be weak. Yet for the gold that is set before us, we will endure the pain. Somebody say, I receive it. If you go through the word of God, you will realize that every great man of God, every powerful man of God, experienced a kind of a beast, a kind of a lion, a kind of a confrontation. Something is confronting you. Something wants to destroy your testimony. Something is resisting your breakthrough. Something. And it's not a time for us to throw in the towel. Because God is backing us. His name is backing us. The blood is speaking on our behalf. The Holy Ghost is also with us. And the multitude of departed saints are cheering us up. We can never let them down. Bible declares Abraham became great. Isaac became more great. And then, or Isaac became greater or more great. And then Jacob became extremely great. May you be great. May your children be more great. May your grandchildren be extremely great. But before that, it takes somebody to confront his lion. And break that lion. And Abraham did that. Abraham did that. Hallelujah. Bible declares. That God spoke to Abraham. And he said. Abraham. In the book of Genesis chapter 15. Reading from verse 2. Genesis chapter 15. Reading from verse 2. Thank you Lord. And Abraham said, Lord God, what would thou give me? Seeing I go childless, and the steward of my house, this Eliezer of Damascus. And Abraham said, behold, to me thou hast given no seed. Now, before Abraham said that, hallelujah, a lot of times it's women who complain about childbirth. 
one of my daughters in the U.S. One of my daughters in the U.S. When she was growing up, she had a very strange disease. At the age of around 17, she ceased having her menses. She ceased having her menses. For another 17 years, at the age of 34, from 17 years, she ceased having her menses until she was 34. And somebody from U.S. came down here to marry her. I was out of the country when they did the marriage, the wedding. So when I came back, I asked her, did you tell the guy your problem? I said, Daddy, no, I didn't. I said, why? You should have told the guy. I said, no, Daddy, I didn't because I know my God is able. <laughs> Prof was talking about faith. So I said, okay. And you know, sometimes the faith of some of you is even bigger than some of the men of God. So I said, okay. Married, went to U.S. First year, nothing. She was a nurse here. Went to U.S., did the nurses' courses there, became a registered nurse in U.S., started attending medical treatment. All kind of gynecologists took care of this lady, and they concluded that her case medically is impossible. The husband told the lady, you know, because the husband had, I think, a child, a daughter from the previous marriage. I married you, know, because of a child. I love you for who you are. Like what Elkanah told Hannah. Am I not better to you than ten sons? We men, we are different, no. We are different. But the women, they will never take no for an answer. Hallelujah. And according to the, the man was always telling the woman, don't worry, don't worry. And here was my daughter. The girl was so prayerful. One time we went to visit them in Atlanta. And then the husband called me saying, Sofo Bob, Sofo Bob, please come. I want you to talk to your daughter. I want you to talk to your daughter. I love her. Sometimes in the night, if I want to touch my wife, by the time I will turn, my wife will not be in the, on the bed. I will look around the whole bedroom. She will not be there. I will go to the living room and I will see my wife praying in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I release. I release. I release. If she's somebody from Portis. <laughs> somebody say, Kai. If she's somebody from Portis. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, we have a school. We have a school in Sekindi. And uh, I brought some of my members here. And there are some of them here. There are about 19 people who came from Sekindi who are here now at the all night. And I know more will be coming before the end. And the moment they went back, you know, our prayer style, everything just changed. So not knowing that this crutch girl, crutch is four years or so five years. We were in church. When the small guy now pick. Hallelujah. The thing is infectious. I say this thing is infectious. Come on, give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. So she told me, tell your daughter in the midnight, I need her. Talk to her. 
Tell your daughter that there are other people in line who want to talk to God. She has spent too much time in the presence of God. So she should move away so that others can also talk to God. Hallelujah. But here was my daughter confronting a beast that want to destroy her testimony. Tonight by prayer, we confront any beast. And Paul said, I confronted, I have fought the beast of Ephesus. Whatever is confronting you, no matter the storm, am I talking to somebody? This was what God gave a promise unto Abraham. Before Abraham said this, now God has already spoken. In the book of Genesis chapter 12, reading from verse 2. Genesis 12, verse 2. God has already spoken. And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Move on. And then God said that, move on. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse them that curse thee. And indeed, indeed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Move on. And Bible declares that. So Abraham obeyed. God has already given him a promise. Go to the same Genesis chapter 12. Go to verse 7. Look at what God said in verse 7. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed, unto thy seed, will I give this land. And there... And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Go to Genesis chapter 13 and then verse 14. Genesis 13 and then verse 14. And the Lord said unto Abraham, after that Lord was separated from him, lift up thy eyes and look from the place where thou art northward and southward and eastward and westward. Move on. For all the land which thou see, to thee will I give it, and unto thy seed forever. In Tobit chapter 15, Abraham said, The promise is not awesome. Asher from verse chapter 12, Asher was chapter 13, Asher was chapter 14. Then Abraham couldn't take it anymore. I said, Hey, God, why all these prophecies? Why all these promises? Seeing that I have no child. Are you saying this because of Eliezer? How can Eliezer? So Abraham was confronting something. That became like a lion unto Abraham. Give me Genesis chapter 15 and then verse 18. Genesis chapter 15 and then verse 18. And the Bible says, in the same day the Lord made a covenant with Abraham saying, unto thy seed I have given this land from the river of Egypt unto the great river even the river Euphrates. And look at how sometimes prophets just begin to prophesy. Call somebody, prophesy of the person. Now you're going to get sets of twins, sets of twins, set of twins. Hallelujah. And sometimes here was God speaking. But if you go to the book of Romans, Romans chapter 4, reading from verse 17 to 24, here was Abraham. Abraham was 100 years and Sarah was 90 years. But I thank God they stood in faith. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed 
Even God, who quickened the dead and called things which be not as if they were. Move on. Who against hope believed in hope. Who against hope. Which means there was everything contrary to what he was hoping for. Yet he stood. No matter what is threatening you, having done all, stand. Yeah. Having done all, stand in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. As if that was not enough. Let me read that one. Let me read it. Who against hope, believe in hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which he was spoken. So shall thy seed be. Move to the next verse and let me see something. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead. When he was about an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. Let me see verse 2. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. Hold him here. Anytime you are being confronted by a beast, a lion, a wild dog. No matter how dangerous that dog is, the moment the dog is attacking you and you stand on your grounds, they will back off. The moment they send, sense fear within you, they will attack you. The moment you turn and begin to run, they will attack you. So listen to me. No matter what is confronting you, stand in faith. And believe God. Bible declares over there. Give it to me. Give it. He started not at the promises of God through unbelief. Software possible. And let me, say, let me tell you something. As human as we are, sometimes we reach a certain point in our Christian walk. And the tendency to question God is there. And sometimes... The devil throws in this fairy dust into our spirit. Are you waiting for this long? Are you doing this for this long? We continue to go to prayer meeting. I continue to do. Hmm. Years ago, we were going for, we used to go to every end of the year. They are, we used to go to uh, camp meeting. Fasting and prayer, fasting and prayer, fasting and prayer, fasting and prayer. And I remember one year we were going. At that time, I wasn't having a car. So somebody was driving me to the campground. And I asked the lady, aren't you coming this year? Because I thought that we are all going. She dropped me and she turned to me and said, aren't you coming? I was talking about this year, member. I'm not coming. I said, why? I said, God has disappointed me. God has disappointed her. Let me say, how? I said, last year, December, fasting and prayer, I put a request before God. December before 31st. January, God didn't do it. February, I, I was watching him. He never tempted. February, March, I was still watching. May, April, May, June, July, August, September, October. Maybe by December, by March, and now December first one year. December twenty sixth. Work of four days. Maybe I have the year to go to an end. So when two man yet three hundred and sixty days, sixty one days, four days now can shut up. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? Prof says something that in heaven, there's no clock. And I believe there's no calendar. He make all things beautiful in his time. Come on, give the Lord a mighty clap of it. 
He has to confront it. As if that was not enough. In Genesis chapter 22, God gave him the son. And look at what happened in Genesis chapter 22, reading from verse 3. Look at what happened in Genesis chapter 22, reading from verse 3. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass. He has to confront another storm. Saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him and Isaac his son and claimed the wool for the burnt offering and rose up and went into a place. Let's start from verse 1 and see what God did, the commandment. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And then God says something, verse 2. And he said, Take now thy son, thy only son Isaac, whom thou lovest, get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering. So there are certain crises that comes our way. They are necessary crises. They are necessary. And after Abraham has obeyed, confronted that by faith, look at Genesis chapter 22, reading from verse 16. That was the report card. Genesis 22, reading from verse 16. That was, and God said, by myself have I sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and hast not withheld thy hand, thy son, thy only son, move on, that in blessing I will bless you. No matter the storm that will come our way, may we never turn our back on God. May we never talk, turn our back on God. Look at Daniel. For Daniel to open, experience an open heaven that ushered him. Anytime your heavens are open, it will usher you into greatness. But before that open heaven, there are certain things you have to confront. There are certain things for this ministry. You know, sometimes people will come around. It's good to be praying that, Father, I pray for this grace. I pray for the grace upon Potter's house. I pray for the grace upon your servant, Prophet Manasseh. There's nothing wrong about that. But don't also be ignorant of the fact that to experience this grace, there are certain lions that you confronted. And definitely, you will confront your lion. I said, you will confront your lion. Am I talking to somebody? Because some of these breakthroughs, they don't come on silver platter. Yanko point is not raising that damn buffalo. Am I talking to somebody? Because until you go through this, you will not even know how to value that breakthrough. Look at Daniel. Bible declares that Daniel has to confront certain storms, certain beasts, certain lions in his life. In the book of Daniel chapter 6, reading from verse 16. Daniel chapter 6, reading from verse 16. Bible declares that then the king commanded and they brought and now the message why because of his faith stay on the scripture and a lot of time because of our faith we'll be confronted with certain attacks as a result of the person's sin but sometimes because of your stand for the Lord Sometimes, because of your calling, 
Sometimes, because of the prophecy over your life, your faith will be tested. Your faith will be tested. Your faith will be tested. Your faith. Here was Daniel, because of his prayer life, because of his commitment to Jehovah, God Almighty. Bible declares that people conspired against him. People conspired simply because the king loves him. And a lot of times, when people see God's favor upon your life, they cannot handle it. People cannot handle it. Some people cannot even handle seeing you driving a car. Some people cannot even handle you seeing that you are married. Or to one. They envy. They are jealous. And as such, the devil will use them. And the enemy use those people to convince the king. That is why I pray that you have to pray for our leaders. Because a lot of times there are people around us. People around leadership who are seeking their own selfish interests. And as such, they are determined to pull people down just to see themselves. But listen to me. The one the Lord has blessed. No one can guess. Babu declares that. And they cast Daniel into the lion's den. Now the king spoke and said unto Daniel, Thy God whom you serve continually, he the Lord will deliver you. Somebody lift up your right hand and say, My God, whom I serve continually, the God who I'm serving tonight, this God shall deliver me from every storm, from every attack. In the name of Jesus, at the end, I will be celebrated to God's glory. In Jesus' name, somebody give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Come on, give me the same scripture one more time. And then Bible declares, verse 16, 17. Go to the next verse. And a stone was brought and laid upon the mount of the den. And the king sealed it with his own singlet. And the singlet of his laws that the purpose might not be changed concerning Daniel. Tell forever. You should be there. Nobody dare even go and remove that stone. Who told them that your future is in their hands? Sometimes people stand and say, Acquire, they say, My son, oh, sorry, be I will tarnish his image. I will tarnish his reputation. I will destroy his business. I will destroy. But listen to me. There is a God who rules in the affairs of men, and that God is on our side. That God is on our side. That God is on our side. Auntie, they will come and apologize. Auntie, they will come and confess it. Move on. And then Bible declares. Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Into what we are doing in the cry of fasting? Relinquishing our bed. Not giving rest to our eyes is a form of fasting. It's a form of fasting. 
And Bible declares, and passed the night fasting. Neither were instrument of music brought before him, and he and his sleep went from him. Then the king arose very early in the morning and went in haste into the den of lions. Or ye one, or ye lions, 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 political lions. You were ministerial. Financial. Their purpose is to devour. But in your Bible, a woman, or back in Am I talking to somebody? Bible declares. And when he came to the den, he cried with a lamentable voice unto Daniel. And the king spake and said to Daniel, Oh, Daniel, servant of the living God. That is why it's very important to serve the Lord. Is thy God, whom thou servest continually, able to deliver thee from the lions? Able to deliver you from the lions. So there are people around us who are even lions. And listen to what that, then Daniel said unto the king, Oh, king, live forever. My God has sent his angel and has shut the lion's mouth that they have not hurt me. Listen to me. Tell somebody, nothing will hurt you. And sometimes we are afraid of a reputation. Something will hurt my name. This thing will hurt my ministry. This thing will hurt my marriage. This thing will hurt my family. This thing will hurt this, will hurt that, will hurt that. But listen to me. It's a setup. For a comeback. It's a setup. It's a setup. Years ago, I had an opportunity. I think it was in the 80s. Yeah. It was either between 84 to 1990, thereabout. I had an opportunity to go and study in Haggai Institute in Singapore. No, it will be after, it will be in the 90s, early 90s. By that time, to God has opened major doors for me overseas. So I was thinking, going to sit in a classroom to study. Hallelujah. ministry here and there for some blessings. So I refused that. Until one of the years, I was just traveling somewhere, and all of a sudden, my visa was destroyed. And that very day, I got there. And when I got there, I was asked to go back. So the very plane I boarded there, I took the same plane. So I left on Friday. No, I left on Thursday. Landed there on Friday. Departed that very Friday. And landed back at Kutuka on Saturday. When I got to Holland, I called home. 
When I called home, no, there was a lady staying with us. She picked the phone. She said, tell mommy that I'm coming. I'm in Holland. So they should come from Takradi and pick me at the airport. Then I catch my wife. My wife that is not coming until maybe three weeks' time. So maybe it was a mistake. The girl insisted. So they said, okay, let's come. So they came. When they picked me at the airport, I couldn't sit in the car. Meet me, man, I'm a damn wife and I'm a bagsy. You say, ride the gym. Ride the gym. Ride the gym. My wife was asking me that day, I said, say, mama, I'm to me, I said, say, yeah. Sometimes you go through some crisis here. It's just by grace. It's just the Lord who is using us, so that's why we shouldn't boast. With the absence of the presence of God, like Samson, I shall be like any ordinary man. Ha! It's in the Around 4 a.m. Sunday morning. So Sunday, definitely I have to go to church. So I went to church and I was seated in the front. Then my choir mounted the stage. Me nim se, me soon me how yinara. I better name so rough as some. I was seated there and I was fighting the song. Yeah, they never done me I was there. Sometimes we reach a point in our life. You can't even preach to yourself. You need somebody also to speak into your life. What storm are you going through? Not knowing that the Friday that I landed there, the city council in my city has met that Sunday. Not so where we were meeting, where we are meeting now, it is not zoned as a church premises. It was a company. That we bought. So yeah, you change of ownership. So they should go and close the auditorium. They should go and close it. So if I have gone there for that two weeks, by the time I will come back, they will close it. And God knew what has been determined. Every storm will turn out to your good. That will turn out to your good. Hallelujah. So they close Friday evening. Until Friday, no one for letting them, but this will be the Monday on phone call. Monday in the Miami General. I took the letter and I mobilized people. Pa, 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 pa. By God's grace, that thing was canceled. So we started worshiping there. Anyway, that is one. But they rather what about the other one that has been canceled? What cancel we in the General? I said, okay. I had an invitation within a week or two to go to the Singapore training school. I'm sure, well, because they were paying my plane ticket. They are putting me in a five-star hotel. I would have, I would go Emirates, power. I went there. Storm that you have to confront in ministry, in life, in marriage, in business, in every area of our life. We went there, we were from 40-something countries, 41 countries. Country, we were picking one, two, Ghana, we were picking two. Myself and another man. So we were there. And every day, every week, they, are, they would pick somebody to be like the coordinator. 
He did the task, so he came to my tent. I said, okay, Reverend Wawasai will be the coordinator for this week. And as part of my work, one of the days was given to me to preach. To preach. So let's welcome Reverend Wawasai, Big Tinawa. I said, the cripple shall rise again. <laughs> because you are crippled, man. But I will rise again. Somebody say, Kai. We tried it, we have tried it, we have tried it, we tried it. I said, hey, 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 Hallelujah. Until you, now listen to me. Confronting your life. Lion is a wild beast. Lion is a courageous beast. Lion is a bold beast. If you are able to kill your lion, how dare Okura be How dare cats you kill that cat? Am I talking to somebody? We finish the course, and according to them, every 10 years, they choose one person as the milestone man. So it was about a week for us to finish the course, and they called three people. One from Brazil, one from Colombia, and one from Ghana. One from Ghana facing his storms. So they called us and they told us that the three of us have been selected. The names have been sent to U.S. The board will deliberate and pray over it for some time and see the one God will select. That's a thing. We went back. At the, when we were graduating, they told all of us, everybody should go to his embassy in Singapore and invite they are embassy to come and represent their nation in our... We were having banquets before the graduation. Rich man, you need an embassy. Actually, I said, Nigerians have come. This one have come. So I remembered that I have a friend I met in U.S. conference. He's a pastor. I invited him. He came there. Papa, papa, papa. We finished eating. We went to the main auditorium. After everything, we all went there with our flags. Now let's welcome the milestone man. And after much prayer and deliberation, the milestone man is Robert Kwabena You will survive your storm. And you'll be celebrated. You will survive your storm. And you'll be celebrated. If you believe it, give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. And the most amazing thing is that the moment I came back, bang, the, the, the one that was destroyed was also restored. That which the canker worm and the caterpillar has eaten, I, the Lord, I will restore. After Daniel has faced his lions and came back, I like something that David said. I think Psalm 91. Give me Psalm 91. Verse 1, 2, or 3. Psalm 91. Psalm 91. Give me... Let me see. 1, 2. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Moses shall abide under the shadow of the Lord, of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord. What are you saying? I will say. So your confessions in times of your storm are very important. I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him. In him will I trust. Then move to the next verse. Then David said, surely he shall deliver me from the snare of the... Or there are snares. <laughs> there are snares. 
This was David, the anointed. Do you know that? <laughs> After David was anointed, then David has to confront Goliath. After God has anointed me, Lord took me to crusade ground and let me see some miracles. But here, he has to confront Goliath. From the snare of the fowler, let me just, I won't even bring the anointing, some pestilence from the snare. Do you know that even his marriage was a snare? Even his marriage. David of Andemomo, apart from Goliath, apart from Goliath, then Saul also came in. Apart from Saul, then David's own son, Absalom, also rose against him. Even his marriage, even his marriage, even his marriage, I hope I can find that scripture where Saul said that I will give Michal to, I will find it somewhere. I will find it somewhere. Give me 1 Samuel chapter 18 verse 21. 1 Samuel chapter 18 verse 21. 1 Samuel chapter 18. And Saul said, I will give him her that she may be a snare. To him. It's our worry. Be very careful. Hallelujah. I heard a very interesting story. That in a certain church, I won't mention the name of the church. There were even Christians who so called, but they were witches. Two women. They were witches. And they decided. This one has a daughter. This one has a son. So they decided that we let our son. No, this one was a this one was a witch, but this one wasn't a witch. But this one, the witch's daughter, the woman decided to give her daughter to this guy as a marriage, that it would be a snare. Unto him. Because this guy is being lifted by God. And through him the family was being blessed. And this woman wasn't happy about it. Men, please. So they did the wedding powerfully. They went to their hotel room first night. They went to powder. Perfume. Man, the girl is coming. Man. And man, to what we see in your forgiveness, hey, <laughs> hallelujah, are you part of it? But for some strange reason, the girl had an, the guy had an unction to pray. And the moment she started, he started praying for some strange reason. He couldn't stop within 10 minutes. He couldn't stop within 30 minutes. He couldn't stop within one hour until they closed the 12 o'clock time. Pow! Then the bedding lifted. So nothing happened the first night. The second night, the same unction came. By the third night, again, the mommy be fear her of a hotel room that marriage should be broken right now. Should be breaking. There are things in this world, there are certain things that they are snare. 
Yes, ma'am. But may Jehovah deliver you from every snare of the fowler. Here was David. David has to confront Goliath. And after confronting Goliath, yeah, Bonibia and David here, just a song, just a song, just a song, song provoked envy and jealousy from Saul. And Saul determined, until this guy dies, I will never rest. Who has determined in his heart that until they bring, bring you down, they will never rest? Who has determined to see only your shame? Who has determined to see your downfall? Tonight, we will raise intercession. And Jehovah will hearken unto our prayer. Lift up your right hand and say, in the name of Jesus, I declare the blood of Jesus against any lion, against any beasts, against any storm confronting my life. For Jacob to be extremely great, Jacob has to confront his storm right from the mother's womb. You will die before you were born. His own brother. I think Jacob and Esau are the first twins in the word of God. In the Bible, they were the first twins. And right in the, in the womb, Esau was contending with Jacob. And Jacob was contending with Esau. Esau said, now I'll be the first patriarch. The next patriarch. Jacob said, no. They grew on. Isaac almost made a mistake. Isaac almost made, because Isaac was following tradition. That traditionally in the Jewish culture, the firstborn should be the next patriarch. But spiritually, the mantle was upon Jacob. As if that was not enough. Isaac, Jacob, went to Laban's house. But Laban was a wicked man. Laban was a wicked man. At a point, Jacob decided to leave. Laban said, you are not leaving. Now, if you look at all the patriarchs, they were pilgrims. They don't stay at one place. They were pilgrims. Abraham was a pilgrim. Isaac was a pilgrim. But unto Jacob, and until Jacob changed his location to another location, the blessings never came. So I've come to realize that sometimes changing location is very vital to break through in ministry, to break through in life, to break through is very necessary. And sometimes, sometimes, okay, baby, okay, God is no respect of any geographical location. Are you true? But there are certain locations until God moves you there from there. You will never experience that until Jacob moved from Laban's house. And there are certain relationships uh, we may not understand, but there are certain relationships until there is separation. You can never see the manifestation of God in your life. You ask Abraham, until Abraham separated with Lot, 
he never saw what his future will be. Let me conclude here. Wherever I am stuck by prayer, we will rule the kids. Anybody within your inner circle who is a Laban, up at that particular place, without progressing, we declare you will step out and move from glory unto glory unto glory unto glory unto glory. For Bible declares, when Moses came of age, he refused to be called Pharaoh's daughter's son until he broke that thing. Moses in Chobokawara, but look at what God did. I pray in the name of Jesus, whatever is confronting us by prayer, we curse it and we declare, let our heavens be opened and let Jehovah usher us into greetings. Rise up to your feet. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703, or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org, or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org.